Welcome to Snow in Southtown. This is another bonus uh, episode for this season, and I'm very happy about today's guest who's coming on to talk about Christmas music with me. Um, I'm going to introduce our guest. Uh, There are a lot of cool things to say, but I just want to start and make sure that I say first that, most importantly, he's an awesome person, and uh, he's just a great guy who I've gotten to know. So our guest today is Vance DeGeneres. Hi, Vance. Hey, Mike. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Uh, So let's see. Um, You know, I'm going to tell you about Vance, uh, for those who may not know. And again, this is, I'm going to hit some highlights, I guess. Uh, if you look at the Wikipedia or the IMDb, it's pretty impressive. Uh, he's been a writer and producer on numerous TV shows such as Ellen, Erie, Indiana, um, you know, written for Academy Awards, Emmy Awards, Grammy Awards. Uh, was a correspondent, of course, on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, co-president of Carousel Productions, uh, Steve Carell's uh, production company developing and producing films such as uh, Crazy Stupid Love, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, uh, recently an executive producer on Ellen's Game of Games on NBC. Um, most importantly to me, one of my favorite things that anyone has done in the last couple of years, uh, a really cool web series with Rick Springfield, uh, The 62nd Guide to Songwriting with a Partner, which started as like a funny way to pass time during the pandemic and turned into like two actually really good songs that benefited uh, Feeding America, right? Is that, is that yeah. all right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything you'd like to add? Anything that, that sort of left out of the highlights? Uh, no, that that's that's too much stuff. It's yeah, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, you, you've done a lot. Um, the songwriting series, uh, for one thing, it it featured our Richard Marks jumped in to help with a song, and you know Richard Marks, mm-hmm. like I I knew the hit songwriter, right? But like. Yeah. I didn't know much about him until he jumped on that thing with you guys. And then I started following him. He's like a really awesome guy uh, for what I can tell on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I've never met him in person. You know, we just interacted over, you know, on, on the, uh, over the, the web. Um, but uh, it was, it was a lot of fun getting to work with him that way. Sure. And I've been telling my friends, like, follow Richard Marks. Like he's a good follow. Um, other guests on there were like Steve Carell, I think was Sammy Hagar. Uh, Paul Stanley, Stanley. Right? Paul, Paul Stanley. It was insane. So yeah. uh, for anyone who doesn't know, real quick, you can go find the archives. But it was like every day or every other day, Rick Springfield and Vance DeGeneres were writing a song like 60 seconds at a time, sending it back and forth. And uh, it turned into like two really good songs. Right. Oh, is that right? Yeah. 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 It was. Um, yeah. That was so much fun. Um, I don't know if I've had that much fun in uh, a long time. Um, it uh, it certainly made uh passing time during the the shutdown a little bit easier um because i uh i I literally had had to wake up each morning and think about what i was going to do um so uh there wasn't a lot of time to to be bored i think that was where we saw the really creative people was during that like two or three month period especially where it's like some people couldn't really do much uh without like i don't know tools or whatever but like then you could see other people who like just made do with what they had and turned out, you know, turned out some really creative pieces, you know, during that time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it was really special. It was really cool. Like, like for me, I was working, we worked from home, but it was just like something, one thing to look forward to every day that you guys were doing. It was really fun and interacting oh, with thanks. you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. 
One thing I purposely left out of all of that is that uh, Vance was in a band in New Orleans in the late 70s and early 80s called The Cold. And uh, this is a band that's really special to me. It's a scene in that period of New Orleans that I missed out on, um, but I'm just totally fascinated with uh, bands like The Cold, which was Vance's band. There were bands like The Limit, The Red Rockers. I mean, that scene just to me seems like it was just amazing. Um, uh, for those who don't know, Vance was a bass player and co-writer and the cold they were recently named to the louisiana music hall of fame which again to me is pretty significant being from louisiana uh their song three chord city was named to offbeat magazines like list of top new orleans songs uh yeah. recently yeah. yeah and then uh on a personal note when my band was going to the legendary ardent studio in memphis to make a record uh i thought that might be a good time to sort of uh, pay tribute to a band like The Cold, a band that I've been listening to for years. Um, now, because we usually do home recordings, but we're going to like a really good studio, something that's really special to me. And I wanted to do a song that was special to me. And so I reached out and, and asked Vance if we could do this song, uh, which was written by him and his bandmate, Kevin. How do you say Kevin's last name? Kevin Radiker. Radiker, okay. And, uh, and, and these guys were just so great every step of the way. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. I mean, the song, whatever, you know, the song turned out however it turned out. But uh, Oh, it was great. You you did an amazing version of it. <laughs> it, it, it was really cool. I we mean, had I, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was honored that uh, that you wanted to cover it. <laughs> well, yeah. And and I'll tell you, like, there's been, you know, I see it played like on, on radio shows and Internet radio and podcasts and stuff. And um, it's really cool. It's just really cool that people have, have taken to it and, and like it. So, yeah. Uh, and you guys are just great every step of the way. For those interested in Vance's current music, he's in a band called The Light Jackets, which you can catch live in the LA area, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything yeah, coming we, up? Uh, no, we just played uh, a, a few weeks ago. We tend to play like once every three or four months. Okay. And uh, but right now we're going to be from now through the holidays. We're recording a new EP, so we're going to be in the studio great. for a few months. And are you doing the songwriting in that band or some of it? How's that work? Uh, I, I do I do most of it uh, with Eddie uh, Eddie Jemison. Um, he and I write all all the music. Although we we just got a, a new lead guitarist uh, Bill Angarola, who uh, also is uh, contributing a couple of songs. Great, yeah, it's a great band. Uh, when I had my radio show here in Nashville, I played some of the stuff. So uh, great power pop. If anybody is interested in checking that out, so. I thought it would be great to have Vance on and briefly talk about some Christmas music. I'm honored again to have him here. Uh, before we get into specific songs, just a few questions. Um, do you want to tell me about Christmas music growing up? Like, was it a big deal in your house? Or maybe some of the records you remember? Um, well, well, let me preface this sure. with uh, saying that uh, myself and my sister have horrible long-term memories. We have so we have so few memories, specific memories of our childhood. Um, it's really strange. I have a great short-term memory, but long-term. So what I remember about growing up in Christmas, I remember um, there was always Christmas music around in the house, or my mother might have been playing it on piano. Um, and uh, I think I, I, I have a vague memory that we did some kind of a sing-along <laughs> at one point when I was a kid with a group of other people, but I could be making that up. <laughs> Um, uh, and my, my grandfather used to dress up as Santa Claus. Um, so those are my specific memories of, of Christmas growing up. But, but yeah, certainly I love Christmas music. Um, always have since, since I was a kid. 
any uh, any specific memories of like Christmas in New Orleans? Like uh, we, we've I've introduced Rusty, my co-host, to like Mr. Bingle and things like that. Like any any specific no. You know, I, I, I hadn't even thought about Mr. Bingle until you mentioned it just now. But thank you for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Mr. Bingle was, uh, I, I guess he was he was um, specific to New Orleans, too. I don't think Mr. Bingle was a national. Uh, no, yeah. no. And, and so the little research I did when we talked about it on our podcast was like, it had sort of branched out to say, like, maybe Memphis, maybe some parts of like Alabama, Mississippi. But but I mean, obviously, mainly New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, but a great character. Um, yeah, I don't know how to describe him. I guess he was a, uh, a like a snowman with a, right. a a cap and. I think it was like a. Is it like a? Uh, is it a an ice cream cone? I think. Maybe. Oh, I you know, know what that? Yeah, my, yeah, might be. Yeah. <laughs> and and he had the theme song. We played the we played the old theme song, which I didn't even know about. Uh, I found it and we played that on our show, um, and because I remembered one like I guess from the '80s. Uh, and I can't remember how that one goes, but but yeah, like I said, I found like an old old one. Uh, maybe I'll put it in right here for those who, who didn't catch that. But yeah, Mr. Bingo. Um, do you do you remember the lyrics to the original theme? It was song? like jingle jingle jingle. Here, here comes, comes Mr. Mr. Bingo. Bingle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? It's hitting you I, now. You know, but that's the only way I remember this stuff is somebody has to bring it up. But right. uh, but yeah, yeah. Jingle jangle jingle. Here comes, here Mr. comes Mr. Bingo. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll put it right here. So if you listen to this episode, I'll, I'll have it. Um, <laughs> right. So, uh, so do you celebrate Christmas in California? Or do you go home, or how, or how's it different? What's the difference now for you between New um, Orleans and? and California for Christmas. I don't know that there's a lot of difference in, in terms of, I mean, Christmas is Christmas, you know, no matter where you are. Um, yeah, I, I, I still love Christmas. It's, you know, it's my favorite time of year. Um, uh, I, especially right now, it, it's, it seems like it's almost more important with the way that, you know, that uh, the world is and the way the country is so divided that um, everybody kind of hopefully simmers down a little bit and comes together uh, at Christmas time. <laughs> Although with the election right now, that that uh, that certainly might put a, a bit of a crimp into it. Yeah, and yeah, we're kind of used to that. I was my Facebook memories popped up from you know four or six years ago or whatever. Yeah, and so uh, yep, this seems to be the time of year for Christmas, but also some of that. Um, yeah. We've had this debate recently. When when should the radio stations switch over to all Christmas? In your opinion? Oh, that that's that's an excellent uh, question. <laughs> um, you know, I used to be in the camp that you, you don't start you don't start playing Christmas music. You you don't put out Christmas decorations in stores until after Thanksgiving. Right. You know, the day after that's that's fine. But but hold off. <laughs> um, I'm kind of coming around to. You know, once Halloween is done, <laughs> I, I think, okay, all right, maybe you can start early. Because um, I I don't mind spending more time feeling like it's the Christmas season. Right. Um, and Thanksgiving is fine, but it doesn't mean as much to me. Sure. We uh, we kind of say, now, now, so Rusty, my co-host, he's more like that, like, wait till Thanksgiving. 
um, and the debate was like, is it better to give your full passion and energy for like a full month, or is it better like, or is the bigger fan the one who celebrates more? So that was kind of what we were talking about. But you know, um, we see it both ways, and so it's it's just a fun debate that we have. So where, uh, where, where, did, where did you come down on it? Oh, so I I mean I could do it anytime. No, I don't. You know, I'm not sitting here listening to Christmas music 24/7, but I'm not avoiding it. Like some people will say, you know, get it out of here. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to hear it till Thanksgiving. Um, Although I, I, on- I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to hear it like in June. Sure. You know, if if somebody you know plays a Christmas song on the radio, it's like I'll turn it off. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's wrong. Right. You don't do that. But yeah, one thing we say is kind of like uh, you could do mostly November and then like take a break for Thanksgiving, right? And then and then go right back to it. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm not purposely putting it on every now and then. I am kind of well, and we're doing the podcast, so we're so like we did the Beatles, we all the Beatles Christmas stuff uh, Friday night. We talked about that. Uh-huh. Uh, we watched uh, Cricket on the Hearth, the Rankin Bass, you know, movie. So uh, so we are talking about it for the podcast now, and I'm so I'm starting to phase it in. So. Uh, but I like it like you like I can do it after Halloween and I can I can definitely do it so <laughs> uh, it's a good feeling you know so um, yeah. did yeah. did the cold or any of your other bands have Christmas songs or a Christmas album have you ever done anything? you know somebody somebody asked me if if the, recently if the cold had done a a Christmas song and I don't remember us doing a Christmas song although we may have we may have done like jingle bells like like a really super fast version of of that like for one specific show a show right um uh we might have done that but other than that no so so i was wondering like you know i know you guys were playing like clubs like jimmy's but you guys also had like those cyo shows and stuff like was that basically kind of at the same time like would you do like jimmy's on a friday and a cyo show on a saturday yeah, that that's yeah. exactly right. Um, and so, were any of those like a Christmas, like in December, would they have like a Christmas show, and you'd all play a Christmas? I mean, I guess you're saying maybe for that, right? Not, not really. And yeah. we 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 started doing the CYO shows because our our first record got on the radio, right. and so kids started you know started responding to our music, and uh, they couldn't get in the clubs, so uh, CYO started booking us. And so we developed this audience of, you know, kids from young kids all the way through, you know, adults. Right. So we're going to get into Vance's top. He's got a top three traditional songs and a top three rock songs. Uh, So what we're going to do is we're going to play his first one. Now, on some of these, what we did our first season of this show in 2019, we actually had a poll where our uh, friends voted for their favorite songs. And then we did a countdown. So the 10 episodes were a countdown. So your first song here, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, was number one on our list. So your favorite song was everyone else's favorite song. Just so you wow. Know. Yeah. Wow. So every, people who listen to the show, at least. Uh, so why or what do you want to say about Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas? Well, um, I, I, tend to, I tend to like bittersweet songs. And I tend to write, um, at least lyrically, bitter, bittersweet lyrics. Although my music tends to be kind of happy sounding. But the right. lyrics sometimes belie that, um, and that's what I love about "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Um, it was written in 1944 for um, "Meet Me in St. Louis," starring Judy Garland. And um, when when it was first played for, she thought it was too sad, and asked the writers to revise it, which they right. did. Um, and she, I mean, she sings just an incredibly emotional version of it. 
Um, I, I just, I, I love the lines. Uh, Next year, our troubles will be out of sight. Someday soon, we all will be, will be together if the fates allow. Um, I just, I love how bittersweet it is. And, and the melody is just, it's such a beautiful melody. And is that your version, the Judy Garland one? Is that the one you go to? Um, yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, and if you if you watch her sing it in the movie, it's it's pretty in, incredibly uh, an, an incredibly uh, emotional scene. Right. Okay, so here we're gonna play it here. your heart be light next year all our troubles will be out of sight have yourself a merry little Christmas make the yuletide gay Next year, all our troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots 
with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that Santa's on his way he's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh and every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly and so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two although it's been said many times many ways Merry Christmas to From one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To So that was the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. We started with uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, the Judy Garland version. And that was the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, which is number two on Vance's list of classic Christmas songs. So what do you think of that one? Um, well, I mean, the, the Christmas song by, uh, by Nat King Cole um, is just, to me, it's the quintessential Christmas song. Um, it's just, it feels like Christmas. Every The lyrics are amazing. Um, Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, that I don't understand. I don't. I don't know what a chestnut is. I've never roasted one on a, an, a, an open fire or any kind of fire. Um, I, have you? No. It, so when I moved here to Nashville, we started taking our kids out to all these. There are a lot of things here in Nashville that we didn't have in New Orleans, and, and so like a lot more like different kinds of Christmas celebrations. Right? Things are different, and so we go out to like these. Uh, there's like a Dickens festival here. And uh, we took our kids out to that. And so there every year they have they have chestnuts that they've roasted, apparently. But I've also kind of made it my goal this year to figure out, I think I'm going to try it. So because, yeah, we sing this song. Right. And uh, I think I'm going to try it. <laughs> well, you should. And please let me know. Uh, I will. Yeah. Um, and then the, the part we like from this song is Tiny Tots. We think we, we love oh, that. Yeah. Line. We, we quote that one a lot. So. Tiny Tots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's, it's it, you know, it was it was written by another great singer, you know, Mel Torme and Bob Wells wrote the song. And in uh, July, right? Or June or July in the summer. So and that was um, the deal. Yeah. It was yeah, in the summer. Yeah. And, and I, th I think Bob Wells had uh, written the lyrics and Mel Torme saw him in the trash can or something. <laughs> and fished him out and said, you know, we got to 
we got to write this. Yeah, that, I guess he was just saying like, uh, oh, I was just trying to get in the mood, right? Because it's summer. Yeah. And I was just listening. Yeah, yeah listening Christmas. Yeah. Um, um, this was number three on our list, by the way. So you you started off with two of our top three by by our friends that our friends and listeners picked. So wow. pretty good. Um, all right, up next, we're going to play your third song from your classic list. This one was not on our top ten list. Uh, this was uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, what version do you go to for this one? Like um, Como maybe or Bing? Um, I, I I would just go with Bing Crosby on oh, this, sure. but yeah. but any, any version. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful song, and I I love the fact that it it was written uh, from the from the perspective of a soldier in Europe in World War II uh, who longed to be home for Christmas. Um, so talk talk about a a bittersweet Christmas song. I mean, that's it. I agree. Uh, all right, so here's Bing Crosby's version of "I'll Be Home for Christmas." I'll be home for Christmas You can plan on me Please have snow And mistletoe And presents on the tree Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only.
promised to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring So that was Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. We're getting into Vance's top three uh, rock song, rock Christmas songs, right? So we started that with his third uh, classic Christmas song, I'll Be Home for Christmas. And now we got into his top three Christmas rock songs. That was Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh, great song. Not on our top 10 list, but a great song. Uh, I think our, our friends went with Jingle Bell Rock over this one. I think they kind of canceled each other out. So, but, uh, so rocking around the Christmas tree, what do you think? Yeah, no, Jingle Bell Rock. It's another, it's another great one. That 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 certainly could have been, you know, in in my list here. But uh, sure. so uh, uh, this is such a it's a swinging tune. I mean, the musicians are just brilliant. The it's it's such a rockabilly tune. Um, the guitar the guitar work is is just some of my favorite. Um, great great guitar licks. Um, and did you know that Brenda Lee was only thirteen when she sang it? I knew she was young. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize 13. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, such a great voice. But yeah, she was 13. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I just love the whole the whole vibe of that song. Yeah, it's great. Um, so up next, we're going to play your second one. Now, this is one that is in my top three, probably. This is uh, Darling Love, Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. It's on the Fantastic Spectre record, which I love. That's also in my top three albums. Uh, and surprisingly, this came in at number six on our list. I didn't know it was one that was as popular as it is. Uh, I thought there was no way people would, would vote for it, but it was on our list. And it came out number six in our top ten. So I was pleasantly surprised. I love this wow. song. So what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, it, I mean, it's great. I mean, um, you know, it was written by by amazing songwriters, Ellie Greenwich, Jeff Berry, and Phil Spector. And and Phil Spector gave it, you know, the big wall of sound um, production. And it's just it's huge um uh and i mean it really is it's more of a love song than a christmas song uh sure. but uh but when you but when you put you know a couple of mentions of christmas in it and you put 
the, the, the sleigh bells. Of course. The song, it becomes a Christmas song. Yeah, we have uh, a running joke that we can add sleigh bells to, to pretty much anything. You make it a Christmas song. There's a, a, a version of the Vanilla Ice song um, that has sleigh bells in it. It's like on YouTube. And we, <laughs> we've joked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's it's kind of true. Um, <laughs> and But it was so great that Darlene Love for, for years at Christmas used to do it on uh, David Letterman's show. Right. Yeah. Uh, was that was she the one who was the debate with the the Queen of Christmas? Was it was it she that was having the debate with with Mariah Carey? Um, I can't remember. Could have been. I yeah, think it was it, her. She yeah, was like, yeah, could have been. Mariah Carey claimed that it was her, and she was like, "Wait, hold on." <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I, I, yeah. I'll go with I'll go with Darlene Love. <laughs> right, me too. Um, okay, so we're gonna play that song. We'll come back and we'll close out your list here. was darling love christmas baby please come home uh again i'm here with vance degeneres and i'm so honored that you came on and and, and talk christmas music with me it's one of my favorite things and um it's just been a pleasure getting to know you over the last few years and then to finally have you on the show and i just want to thank you for coming on uh is there anything else here that you, you want to bring up anything about your work or christmas or anything that we missed 
no, no. I I uh, I feel like I've taken up too much time. You asked me to give you top my top three Christmas songs, and I gave you my top three traditional, and then also my top three rock Christmas songs. So uh, I, I think I I may have overstayed my welcome. So. No, no, you can't you can't cheat when it comes to Christmas. All, all is forgiven. So if you had turned it into a top ten, it would have been fine. So and I'm also good. look, hey, there's a, uh, next year come back. You know, I have a different top three. So. Uh, you're welcome anytime. Uh, I do want to say no, no, and I don't want to put you on the spot. No, Harry Connick. Do you listen to his Christmas stuff? He's one of my favorites. So, um, I, I I have. I don't. I don't think I have. Uh, I don't think I have a Harry Connick Christmas album though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no. Harry, I, he's yeah. he's great. Harry for the holidays, the 2003 one. That's that's my go-to. But all three of them. He's got three. All three are great. Uh, so that leads me to this one. So your so your third song here. Your third uh, rock Christmas song. Okay. So here's where we're going. This was not in our top 10, but Santa Claus is Coming to Town is my favorite Christmas song. Okay. So that song, if I have to pick a favorite, but now that's going to be based mainly on the Bing Crosby version, of course, and, and the Harry Connick version. Uh, if you're not familiar with that one, definitely check that out. But what Vance has picked here is one that, that <laughs> I've had a little bit of a beef with over the years. And this is the Bruce Springsteen version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, again, not on our list, uh, but number one on mine, this song. So what? So what is it about the Bruce Springsteen version for you? Um, I, I just love the energy of it. Um, it's 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 also got a sense of humor, right? Um, uh, Clarence Clemens does a great uh, great sax solo in it. Uh, it. I mean, it's just such high energy Springsteen typical music, but but done uh, with you know a Christmas song that was written in 1934. Um, right. And and he recorded it in 1975, um, so so it's been around, you know, his version that long. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think it's just a big feel good, you know, fun rock version. But so uh, so tell me what your your beef is. <laughs> I just find, I just like have like I said I I really love the Bing version and the uh, and the Harry Connick version and then really his version is a take on the one on the Spectre record. Uh, the way he does the rhythm, Santa Claus is coming uh -huh. to town. So yeah, so it's really a play on the which which is fine. I mean that's what it's supposed to be, right? He's he's playing it live in a concert, right? You know, I mean really, I just like I, I give things a hard time sometimes, but yeah, I'll say this: we we have this thing. So I'm kind of being hypocritical because we say this thing where like when the guys talk to their band on the songs, I like that. I don't know why I'm like a sucker for that, but no, it comes on too much on the radio. If you listen to say New Orleans Magic 101.9 or here it's 92.9. They play it so much and there are other versions uh, mm -hmm. that i like you know that i like better so i just kind of make fun of it a little bit but I, when i make fun of christmas music it's it's like making fun of the beatles i still love it you know it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so even if yeah, i make yeah. fun of this one yeah so yeah I, I hear you but yeah. uh but yeah ne but next year if you ask me it uh i'll pick three different uh rock christmas songs awesome we love to have you back uh i'm again i'm so honored that you're on thank you so much for your time uh, anything else you'd like to say to the snow and no, sunshine no. listeners? Okay. Um, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I was very happy you asked me to do this. Um, uh, it's been fun and uh, Merry Christmas. And I look forward to to doing it again next uh, next Christmas. Thanks so much. All right, here is Bruce Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> it's all cold down along the beach. Whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> hey, man! Hey, 
guys know what time of year it is? What time? You guys all been good and practicing real hard, yeah. Clients, you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many, not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list, he's checking it twice He's gonna find out who's lawyer and Say